Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, managing editor of Fightful.com. It is October 10th. We are talking WWE SmackDown Live and some happenings in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, visit Fightful.com. We have all your MMA, pro wrestling, boxing news, photos, videos, forums, all that good stuff. Also, we encourage you to subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Share our stories, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, of course. Uh, follow individual community guidelines as you do so. Uh, every thousand subscribers we get on YouTube, I'm going to give something away. I got a couple of Rey Mysterio signed masks and DVDs. Ooh, Jeff, if you subscribe to our YouTube, you could win a copy of, I think it's 12 Rounds 2, whatever the, I don't know, Orton was in it. Is that the one with the dude from uh, The Wire? And uh, I'm not sure. I never opened it. Okay. They just sent it to me. I didn't actually open it. Actually, I think that's the first 12 rounds, but uh, cool. Yeah, sure. There, There's plenty of stuff. So there's Jeff. Hi. Also Anna, who can be Hi. seen on our WWE Hell in a Cell show, which did great numbers, by the way. Good. I'm glad to hear it was it was a great show for the most part-ish. Awesome numbers. Great price. Of course, un, unlike Anna, you all are more than just numbers to me. You are faithful. You are our viewers. You are our readers. And for that, I appreciate you. So we got some news to talk about. This Neville situation. He has not been granted a release as of right now. I've been talking to people all day, uh, or not all day, throughout SmackDown. Like, not all day at all, because I hadn't heard much about it before SmackDown. And then someone who I trusted heard... Uh, Got wind of this, and I followed up, and Neville left yesterday. He left WWE Raw. He was very unhappy. Don't know why he was unhappy. There were changes to the match last night. I don't know what changes those were exactly, but uh, they wanted him to stick around and talk about it. He didn't want to. They kind of 
followed him out, hoping they could make it work. It didn't work out. They were hoping that they could make it work tonight. I don't know if he's there. We'll find all that out for you. We'll have it up on Fightful.com. Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks Bullet Club has jumped on this and tweeted him a Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> Jeff, first off, I, I know this. I know WWE does not want to cut him. Uh, and then there are other <laughs> people that have contacted WWE who are denying the story. It is absolutely true uh, because I've heard from other people in WWE who said, yeah, WWE does not – they don't want to let him go. What do you make of this news? I think, you know, I think it's it's, it's systemic of the 205 brand ever since they brought it up with a lack of real foresight or planning. I mean, Austin Aries left because they, he had nothing left to do. I think Neville's pretty much in the same situation right now. now. He kind of made it onto the, the main DVD portion of WrestleMania. Did he? Because he was in the pre No, I said he could have. He had that yeah. left to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but you know what I'm saying here. I mean, there's there's you know, it, it's that weird balance between taking care of your career and wanting to have financial stability. And I think, you know what? After after a certain time, you just go, "Look, if you don't have anything new and fresh for me to do, just let me go." And you know what? I I I'm erring on the side of that's probably what happened here. Anna, your thoughts? Um, from, you know, from a selfish level, it's completely sucks. Um, I don't want him to leave, but at the same time, if this is, I get it. Like if you work at something your whole life and, you know, he was put in this prime position in tour five, he gave it his all, he delivered, he's been absolutely incredible. And yeah, they didn't get on the show at WrestleMania, even though that was one of the best matches. In every pay-per-view, he continuously delivers, and then it's taken Enzo to come in and take the head spot because he's the one that had the merchandise and the following because they didn't know how to deal with two or five correctly in the beginning. And it's still debatable as to where it's at now, but it's a hell of a lot better and a lot more enjoyable now. But I get it. If you put you're all into this and you're still not getting the spot that you deserve to be perfectly honest. I get the want to walk away. I feel the same thing with acting, to be honest. Um, and maybe the best thing is that he does leave and I'm sure he could get in with something like the bullet club and he will have a huge career in the indie scene. Um, it's just, you know, why would WWE want that? Oh, from a, from a fan standpoint, Neville slash pack back on the indies. There are so many matches that I want to see on that now. You know, you give mm-hmm. me, give me Travis Banks, give me Will Ospreay, give me, mm-hmm. you know, put him in Bola next year. I'm all about that. Sure. Come on. And with but Daniel Bryan, be, and with Daniel Bryan possibly very, leaving also, you know, yeah. Yeah. Those would be a couple of good gets for the ROH slash New Japan type of thing. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to have – if they release him, which they I cannot reiterate enough, they do not want to release him. I don't know what his qualms are. I, you know, a lot of people are assuming things. Some people are saying, well, he can make more money. I don't know if that's it. Well, he's upset with his push. I, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he is, but he's gotten quite a push this year, and they put a lot into Enzo and him. They put a lot of faith into him along with this Enzo thing. Had people saying – 
they they only had faith in Enzo. No, they had a lot of faith in Neville in this regard too, and they thought oh, yeah. they still think very highly of Neville. You uh, they yeah. Were, Go ahead. They sorry. put Neville as the guy they wanted to save this division to begin with, and he couldn't do it on his own. He just couldn't do it on his own. Jeff, any any thoughts to to that stuff? Oh no, they they I mean they built him up as a guy to be the face of this division when others were failing. There there there's no doubt that they have faith in him and 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 you know they wouldn't have made him that strong. I think I think the one real miscue in the whole Neville reign was that, you know, two-day title switch with, with Tazawa, to be honest with you. But, I mean, other than that, they they booked him great, and he's lived up to it. He was one of the most see things in in, uh, in the division on that weekly show that nobody watches other than a few of us. If the If the biggest problem here is that it's a limiting factor to two or five. I still don't understand why they don't give the guys an opportunity. Like they're putting them in three weeks in a row. They put them in the final spot on raw. Why not integrate them more with the main roster? That would be to that's me. Not their deal. They, they, they established that this week. Cruiserweight contract is different. They, but that to me they is went, the most logical way, way of getting that. eyes on 205. If they see these guys, you know, because 205 already to a lot of the main audience, to the casual viewers, doesn't have that good a rep. You know, it just doesn't matter what they do on TV on, on 205, then probably not going to watch it. So it just makes sense to make it normal, integrate them. But if that's not what they're going to do. Uh, that, would go, that would go to some of the biases, though, of Vince. Vince doesn't believe small guys can beat big guys. So what you'd have is a bunch of guys being fed to Braun. It's not the 1980s anymore. I, I, I'm well, not the numbers for 205 Live jumped over the past couple of months. So, I mean, that's that's all I know. They jumped. They got better. And it was on the back of this uh, Enzo Neville feud. I don't know why he left. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they worked it out. Do not know. But, um, you know, it's, it's, they, they wanted it to work out with him. They wanted it to work out with Aries. And, you know, I, I don't know what it says that the two guys that they wanted to basically prop up that division both either walked out or asked for their release. That's, I don't know. I mean, it's just, they, they could always do more on Raw. But, I mean... I think a lot of people have selective memory about how the how the cruiserweights were portrayed on uh, WCW back in the day. I mean, they were throwing like El Dandy and La Parca out there cold on Nitro. There was no reason. There were no storylines. Like they, the Vianos were just showing up. Like nobody, nobody cared about them at any point. I don't think anybody cared about any, half these guys in Mexico when they brought them over. But they they did it, and a lot of them made it work. Uh, the, the 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 good ones did. But you know they they they're there for what they're there for, and I think they should be allowed to do that a little bit more because they're capable of so much more. As we saw in the cruiserweight classic, they're they're really restricted. But I, I don't know what Neville's qualm is. I just know that he did he did leave yesterday. But Jeff, I'll ask you. Who am I to doubt El Dandy? <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. He's a great wrestler and a jam-up guy. That mm-hmm. El Dandy. 
Also, uh, before we get into the SmackDown uh, show, Anna, what did you make of Roman Reigns' comments kind of in in the direction of Bullet Club and Young Bucks saying, we don't need guys who are too sweet and pretend they're DX from 20 years ago. Uh, we need people who do their own thing and do it now. I can't remember if it was Nick or Matt that replied, but that's what made it for me. It was just what makes you think that they're aiming at us. And that just took the cake for me. Uh, he's the company man. He's going to say the company thing. Just whatever. Like the more wrestling there is out there, the more good wrestling there is out there. That's all I care about. So for WWE to pick fights based on this shit, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, you know, it, it it shows a little bit of lack of self awareness. Giving most of Roman's entire packaging is based on a gimmick where the other two members of his stable were more popular than he was. And he just got to keep the theme music and the entrance and all the look. So the so don't so so don't so don't give me this we need original stuff, Roman. Okay. You can tow the company line. You can you can do that, but uh Did did the fake Razor Ramon work out? <laughs> did did fake diesel work out? Like they they they've done real like ripoffs that's their whole gag. Yeah. It's the gag. For the love of God. Lighten up, Francis. Yeah, man. SmackDown Live, there ain't a whole lot to talk about on this show, if you want me to be completely honest. This was, I thought, a nothing happening show, but we'll get started. There's an unbelievable promo from the Usos explaining what the fans don't see uh, after a match like Hell in a Cell. And I thought this was great stuff. They're, they're going back and forth to the New Day. They take a really long route to say that they respect New Day, but good stuff. Yeah, and, and we got the line, you dunged me out of it, um, which I think should go <laughs> down in history as one of the greatest. It, tonight felt like the night of unexpected promos, and it was really only two, um, but the promos really did, for the most part, did take the show that kind of was the whole point of this show the matches were like they happened but it didn't really progress too much um but does this mean that this is it now for the uso new day feud for a while because of all the feuds to stop i would question this being the one to start with like cool other teams are getting a shot but so i'm I'm okay with it taking a little break but maybe yeah, a break is cool, yeah, but this seemed like, you know, kumbaya, let's go eat Subway or something. Like it, I don't know. I, I, I get more. the feeling that these two teams are probably going to face off at WrestleMania. Like, because yeah. you can revisit that and say, you know, we tried to do other things, but here you go. And when you have a tag team feud that's hot enough to go into WrestleMania straight up like that, two regular full-time tag teams, not like a Styles and a Jericho something like that, and you can run that, and you don't have to do the traditional, like, oh, the four-corner tag deal. Mm. I think that says a lot. Um, like, I, I really like those teams. Jeff, well, what would you think about this opening promo here? We got <laughs> the hype bros out there who should have been nowhere near this based on their track record. 
which the Usos unleashed kind of a sick burn on. He said, why don't you sit on the sidelines like you did your entire NFL career? Ouch. Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin are there, and Usos tell them to get in the back of the line. That's going to get over. That is definitely getting over. Brizongo come out, and they're followed by the Ascension and Tyler Priest says, will you guys please stop following us? My my favorite part of the promo is when, when they go, on lock, on lock. Nah, Brizongo's cool. Um, especially since we didn't get uh, pulp, uh, pulp fashion this week. I was I was quite upset by that. I thought yeah. I was waiting for that. Man, that um, sucks, guys. The, the pro- the, horrible. The, the promo itself. The, the promo itself was great, but it needed it needed the moment to let everybody soak it in as opposed to doing this. And and my biggest complaint about this week's show is the tag in the women's division. This is their move. They bring them all out for a segment and they all fight. And we don't have a pay-per-view next week, guys. We don't need a number one contender right now. We can build one. We can choose one team and have him go through the other teams one by one and build that up and keep the Usos and the New Day away from it. And actually, at the end, have that number one contender beat the New Day for the right to fight the Usos. That would be fine with me right now. I don't need the entire tag division out here where now none of them mean anything. Doing, you know, it, it just, it really... It, basically, this is their move. I mean, when's the next pay-per-view versus SmackDown? Is it, it's Clash of Champions, right? Probably after well, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yeah. yeah, you have Survivor Series, and then you have afterwards. You can, you can wait. You can, you don't need the number one contender, and you don't need to have okay. One guy is gonna fight Jay. One guy is gonna fight Jimmy. Fifty fifty. One guy will win. One guy will lose. And then you know you don't need the standard playbook. You can you can build and keep these guys apart, and then make every feud like the New Day and Usos. That would be nice, but um. The promo itself to answer the question was fine. We yeah, got a match I'm... afterwards. Uh, Daniel Bryan announced that the four teams that basically haven't feuded together all summer would be in a top contender match. Didn't have a lot of notes for this one. Victor has a really nice flying knee. <laughs> the Ascension saved Brizongo, and Corey Graves goes, "Yeah, they've been. They, they really want to impress Brizongo," <laughs> which I thought was very funny. And they caused miscommunication with the hype bros, which I thought was that that was a couple of good spots that weaved a few different storylines in there. So you have three teams that have storylines and one that doesn't. And the one that doesn't gets the win so they can get a storyline, but the other three further their storylines, which I think are just fine. Suplex City out of Gable and Benjamin. Then we get their finish, which I think is very cool and don't know how they're going to do to a lot of guys like, the Bludgeon Bros ain't getting that one done to him. <laughs> um, I did like uh, I did like Tyler Breeze's trying to reverse uh, the power yeah. bomb lift. I thought that was a nice touch. That was a nice little thing in that match. Anna, your thoughts on the match? Yeah, it's pretty much that. Um, Jimmy's face to um, Gable and Benjamin Suplex is brilliant. Um, and hey, at least we got Breezango in the ring this week. At least we got them at all. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of with Jeff though. What he was saying before about you know there's time for this build, and it's like they've identified two really good flavors in the USO and the New Day, 
And now it's just like, okay, let's see what other flavors these work with. And like, who knows what could come out of that? I just hope, I hope they don't waste this opportunity. So it's going to be Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin against uh, the Usos for the tag team championships, undetermined date thus far. Backstage, the heel women are bonding. Well, they're kind of arguing, but then Natalia's like, let's bond because we all deserve it more than Charlotte. Wow. That was turdy. (laughs) Charlotte does kick Natalia's ass real proper for making a joke about Rick. Says, what did you do? Break your uh, break Rick's heart again, which that could be construed multiple ways. Uh, Anna, this was really for for these women all they got tonight. A couple others had a match, but this is pretty much it. If we're gonna have a crazy champ, can't we get a crazy Alicia as a champ instead of bitchy Natty? I mean, maybe this is just me buying too much into the cafe because I'm really going to enjoy when Charlotte kicks her ass. Mm-hmm. But it's like, ugh, why the long boo-boo face, Charlotte? Oh, my. No, just just no. So we get we getting a Survivor Series out of this, Jeff? Like, are we getting a four-on-four four somehow? Oh, on the pre-show. <laughs> they make the but, main. Well, here's, here's my question. Who's the fourth woman on the babyface side? Because they got Naomi, Becky, Charlotte. Mm, and on the heel side, on the heel side, you have Naomi, uh, Lana, Natalia, or not Naomi, uh, Natalia, Lana, Carmella, Tamina. Like you got a few, but uh, to me, I think it's either it's got to be either Nikki or Paige, right? Yeah. Does Summer Rae still so. work for the company? She, I mean, she ain't wrestled in over a year. She's cleared. She's good to go. But personally, I don't Marie see to come back. People, <laughs> I don't see what a lot of people see in Summer Rae from that regard. Nice, nice woman. Useful for the company, sure. But I, I can't believe she hasn't been brought back in some regard. Betty Bella. Her last, her last appearance mm-hmm. was that silhouette in the in the fashion yeah. files. Thing. No, that was Tyler. <laughs> That was Baron Corbin talks about keyboard, keyboard warriors. It's kind of funny. We'll talk more about that later. No fashion files tonight, by the way. Anna, uh, they've gotten kind of bad about this. Like sometimes I think they get to Tuesday and they're like, "Oh shit, that fashion files thing we promoted." Mm-hmm. They just twice. don't have their priorities in check. That's all. Evidently. Yep. Evidently. Jeff, they did announce this for to, for tonight, yeah? Next week, Emelina's coming back. Next yeah, week, Emelina's man. coming back. Next week, Emelina, the debut. Yeah, this uh, continuity does not matter. Apparently. Speaking of, Harper and Rowan are back together. Hmm. They were beating each other up, and then they're they're off TV for a few months, and they've reunited for, I think, the seventh time. And the thing is... People want these guys together, so I think they overlook it. I'm happy they're back together. I am interested, to say the least, in whatever this gimmick is. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think like it's. I think they're Gallagher's. Is that what they are, Jeff? 
Are they smashing watermelons on the crowd? <laughs> oh, you made it worse. I'm you ready for it, man. It worse. I don't believe they, you could. They're those little guys. What was it? Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Do you remember that? Those guys that had the hammers that would throw them around. They wear the helmets and the wings. It's already, those were the Bludgeon Brothers, that. right? It's there was already, the Mario Brothers and the Bludgeon Brothers. It's already a bad gimmick, and you're making this worse on my heart. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into Anna. I can't. My heart. Um, <laughs> this promo stunk on ice. I'm sorry. It. it, it <laughs> that's. Oh, God. I, I don't know what to say. I like the team. I like the team. I mean, it. You know what they look like. They. They look like they. Well, we're trying to be War Machine, but not too much. And but we already have. You know, and we already have teams like Sanity and the Authors of Pain. What can we do? We need props. Give them hammers and we'll make them the which blood. Is, which brothers. is funny because a lot of people thought that War Machine were kind of like Wyatt things just because of the beards and the size mm-hmm. and all that. Like, And you could slide them in and they would fit in just, just fine. Um, I'm excited about this because I know Eric Rowan takes great pride in improving in the ring, especially from an offensive oh, yeah. standpoint. Like, no, he's, he's fine. always adding. They are both fine in the ring. It's just this promo did not. I'll they, you know what? They could have just said run and it would have been fine as a promo <laughs> for me, as opposed to this, this high minded, almost Thor Ragnarok type of promo that they're trying to go for here. Gotta say, still better than Bray's gimmick right now. Yes. Anna, what do you think? Yeah, at least they didn't use a Snapchat filter. Um, look, I have hope. I still have hope. It's just I question the text and the delivery. It was just Harper, Rowan, and then the camera did not cut away, and it. It hurts, but at the same time, I have faith because Harper, especially, I know what he can do. And like you said, Rowan continuously improves. So there could be something there. They could make something of this. But we will forever have that for the archives. I'm excited for it. As it turns out, Becky Lynch still exists. She beats Carmella. There's some smoke and mirrors to glue this match together. Not a lot to it. Becky Lynch wins with the disarmor. I like Carmella's pink gear because everybody else wears black. If I were a pro wrestler, I would have two sets of, like, colorful gear and one set of black gear, and I would not come out there wearing wearing the same dark shit every single week. So shout-outs to Carmella for that. Uh, Anna, did anything stand out to you about this match? Well, we got a glimpse of the real feud here, which is Lynch versus Ellsworth, WrestleMania 34. Um, That's about it, really. Ellsworth was chained up again, and I had this visual of Carmella walking Ellsworth, walking a chihuahua, and then immediately regretted that image because be careful what you put out to the universe. Um, Yeah. Becky got a singles match and she won quickly and easily. That's about it, really. Becky yes. needed to win. Becky needed to win, yeah. and and it had been so long before, since she had had a singles win. She needed this. I'm very happy with her. I don't understand what you see in Carmella's one-piece swimsuit gear. 
you're the only person I know that really likes this versus hip hop sports bra, Carmela, which is awesome looking. I don't understand this this fetish of yours. I like it all. I like it all. How about that? Okay. I think when she when her main accessory is a man on a leash, it doesn't really matter what else she's wearing, in my opinion. But a lot of people pay good money for that. KO and Sami Zayn are out. Kevin Owens cuts this promo. (laughs) He says he was about to go to heaven. And I really thought it was going to lead to him saying, I was ascending to heaven and I reached out. Sami Zayn grabbed my hand. Like, that's where I thought it was going. And I thought that's where it should have went. But, hey, it was fine. He called Sami Zayn his guardian angel. He said, I get up there and there's a line. And I really didn't like that because I hate waiting in line. But then I got to cut the line. <laughs> it was Peter himself. But um, he said Sammy Zane was his guardian angel. There were a lot of you people references that I didn't like. But the rest of this I really did enjoy. Sammy Zane. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. And in what is actually a brilliant piece of continuity, brought up the fact that Shane McMahon brushed his advice off about a guy that he's known for 15 years, so that he realized that Shane never cared about him. This this promo pretty much results in Sami Zayn saying. Blood is thicker than water, and we are brothers. And then they take turns sarcastically, like, reintroducing one another to the crowd. Ah! <laughs> like, I, I think it was Chris Zellner that said, like, this is, too, this is too uppity. One of them has to turn on each other soon, and I thought, they would never do that to each other. That would never happen in a world. Anna, this promo, it answered at least a few questions. Sami Zayn is a heel. That was the best gloating promo I've ever seen from Kevin Owens. And Sami's promo had, it was so rooted in logic. And Total Divas Eps on Twitter posted 
um, gif of when he first came out saying he wasn't going to be like Kevin Owens. He was always going to do that. He was going to win the right way and do the right thing. And then the gif of him today saying, I did the right thing by helping my brother. There's, this is just underlined with logic and I'm so on board with this. I feel like, you know, if people have their person and for me in WWE, Zami Zayn is my, Zami Zayn, Sami Zayn is my guy and I could not be happier that he has this spot. They have this and they're going forward with it. They had the nameplate on the backstage dressing room and I'm in, I'm sold, heal Zami. Oh, oh my God, I can't speak. I'm that emotional about this. No, heal Sami all the way. I'm, my heart is singing. I just, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to shut Jeffrey. up. Uh, first of all, kudos to the Grand Rapids crowd for not wanting this promo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was, other than Paul Heyman, the best promo in WWE this year, I think. And I like the Usos a lot. They've had a couple of really good mm-hmm. promos. This, and this is from a guy who doesn't cut heel promos. Ever, I don't think. I think the most yeah. heel she's been was under that El Generico mask for a few matches in ROH, do, spouting gibberish while while Kevin Owens mm-hmm. did most of the talking. Um, Anna's exactly correct. It was rude in, in, in logic. Uh, I liked that. Uh, my hope for this is that Sami Zayn does to Kevin Owens what Kevin Owens did to Chris Jericho. I want him to out Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens in this feud. That would be my dream. I would absolutely love it. Uh, you know, I I have no problem with this promo at all because it was all truth to power. That's all he did. And bad guys never think they're the bad guys. So, again, both crowds both nights have been wonderful. They didn't ruin this promo when they could have very well have. Um and Sammy, I think, got through it rather smoothly as well for it being a live promo in front of a live crowd that way as opposed to like a backstage promo type thing. I thought this was great. Eventually, we will get a Kevin owens Sami Zayn WrestleMania match, I'm sure. I know that they'll probably just push for it at some point in their careers, but that could happen next year or it could happen 10 years down the line in the twilight of their careers as well. I love their constant affiliation. And I think every single time there's a shakeup, both of them should switch brands every <laughs> single time to the point to where it drives Kevin Owens crazy. Like it drives him absolutely mad because I think it's perfect. You can always go back to that. Is it always great? No, but right now it is. Right now I'm really enjoying it. Right now it makes sense. Right now we've got some good stuff. Now, what I there are rumors that it's going to be Owens and Zayn against Kevin Owens or AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. I'm still looking for for a great match out of AJ Styles like recently because I I haven't seen a lot of great great AJ Styles matches since earlier this year. Like since I think WrestleMania was the last time I saw one. Like I can't remember the last time I just watched an AJ Styles match and I was like, man, that was incredible. And I know he's capable of it, but He's kind of he's even the Owens matches that he had. I wasn't like, man, just unbelievable. I thought they were going to be. They kind of let me down a little bit. So they'll return to that. AJ does have a history with with uh, Owens, but interested to see how that one plays out as well. 
I was not interested to see how Orton and Nakamura against Rusev and Aiden English played out. This match existed. Very slow pace until the hot tag. Orton back suplex Rusev on the announce table. I don't ever get how that's not a DQ. I don't, but it was a cool spot, sure. Hot tag, Nakamura kicks some ass, RKO. Win. Cool. Well, what we can really talk about, though, no Jinder Mahal on this show, Jeff. I, He's I, there. Great. <laughs> Good. I don't want to talk to about him anymore. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still... You're lucky I wasn't on your little post show because I would have been quite angry about. I'm, I'm one of those people who's just like I don't understand the the gamble on India just with Ginger Mahal, but that's fine. That's what they do. But you're talking about AJ Styles not having a good match in a long time. I'm waiting for a good Shinsuke Nakamura match, and I yeah, still haven't gotten it. And it's it's frustrating to me. And if you want to talk about a guy whose star has been vastly diminished. Um, since coming to WWE, I think Nakamura, <laughs> Nakamura and Zayn were my one too, but Zayn has now been reheated. So Nakamura is is your prize uh, is winning the first place so far. Well, hey, there's a possibility we can get a Nakamura Zayn. I'll take it. Thing with different different sides of the spectrum. And last year they had a match where I 100% knew Nakamura was going to win, and I think everybody did. And it still had me on the edge of my seat. If you can do that, like when we know the result and a, a goddamn blue thunder bomb <laughs> is sold to me and I bought it, I was like, oh, hell, that's it. They're really doing it. Vince, like the ego, they're like, oh, we got to we gotta show them how it is here. I was like, oh, he got in somebody's ear. No, it was, it was great. So I expect more out of that. But, uh, you know, they'll probably throw it in like an eight-minute SmackDown main event. Anna, this tag match, the lack of gender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think WWE maybe finally are at the point where they are starting to rethink what the hell they're doing. Maybe. Um, I missed this, the start of the introductions where it said that this was Rusev and Aiden English versus Orton and Nakamura. So I saw Rusev and English by ringside. I just thought that they were there for an Orton Nakamura match. And then I realized that, no, they were on two separate teams. And I forget every single week that Orton is still face in this feud. And then I remember the last time that Nakamura and Orton tagged together, Orton turned on him. So either Shinsuke is very forgiving or very forgetful, or he is just really terribly written. I have my bets on which is the case. Um, but really just justice for Rusev. And that's not There the was no justice for us as viewers because we had to sit through this absolutely duty Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode segment. This again. Ziggler comes out and shows the world that Roode held uh, the tights on his win the other night. He wants a rematch. Goes up to the ring and does the exact same thing that Alexa Bliss did last night on Raw. So not only did he steal Alexa Bliss's hair when he straightened it, he stole her Raw segment as well. This was a giant waste of time, Anna. I just love the exchange of, no, Dolph, I proved I'm smarter than you. Smarter than me? I'm the smartest man alive. Yeah, because that's how the smartest man alive would react to that. 
we did get a pretty decent hair flick though from Dolph Ziggler once he took out his that was the highlight for me um the record scratch seems to be staying that that's a thing and we could have had fashion files in this time but we didn't get it we could have had literally anything I would have taken a Jinder Mahal promo over this oh I wouldn't go that far I would because it would give me more better content more and better content for my podcast. Hey, I'm about peace in this world. Yeah. Okay, different priorities here. Jeff. Good fashion. I didn't think it was possible to make Bobby Roode more boring than I or milk toast at least than TNA did. I was wrong. Uh, um I I don't I don't like this feud at all. Um, and I like both guys personally. I just think they need more dynamic people to work with in order for each to, to really shine. I think this is a bad mix and this has been a problem with Bobby Roode since NXT because he didn't mix with Shinsuke. He didn't mix with anybody. He had a feud with down there really to the point where you're going, okay, is it Bobby or is it his opponents or is it just bad chemistry? And I'm not sure anymore because I want Bobby Roode to succeed. I think he has he has the tools that that are good on the main roster. Um, I think it might be he's just a bad baby face, <laughs> and pulling the tights certainly doesn't help. What was that? I'll never. What what is going on? Said anyway. I remember back in the day when. <laughs> I, this troll from a forum sticks out to me so much. They were talking about James Storm, Chris Harris, and Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. And they called him <laughs> Fat HBK, Redneck Edge, and Canadian Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> and it stuck out to me, and I'm like, I'm like, it's kind of an insult, but you could do much it's worse in life. It's perfect, actually. Yeah. But you could do much worse, right? Like, mm-hmm. but it, it's, I mean, it's enough to get you in this spot. It was enough to get Chris Harris a shot. It was enough to get James Storm a contract offer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a, they're all talented dudes. Well, except for Chris Harris. He's not talented. Uh, he comes to Andy shows and gets drunk. But, like, it, they all were talented. So, yeah, man, it's just it's. I think a ah. lot of the, a lot of this is the Dolph half because it's just such a bad. It's a bad pro wrestling gimmick to be talking about. I come in and I do. I have the best matches, and I don't like gimmicks. It it's a little bit too on the nose, breaking the fourth wall for me. And I think it really brings yeah. down the entire program. You shouldn't care if you have the best match. Unless... Exactly. You go to the pay window, Daddy. The only time, because because as I mentioned, WWE doesn't bring money up. Mm-hmm. In the UFC, it would make sense to say, I have the best fights. I have excited fights. Paid, yeah. You get paid $50,000 more if you win a fight of the night bonus. So when Donald Cerrone cuts his promos and he says, nobody has fights better than me. I put on the most exciting fights. I'll do whatever it takes to have an exciting fight. I'm like, well, yeah, of course you would. You're you're making fifty thousand extra for the night. 
if they, if talking smack were still around, all it takes is a Daniel Bryan saying, "Yeah, we bonus guys who have the best matches on the show." Man, that's tough. Like- that's real tough. Anna, uh, I like. Bobby Roode's blockbuster, but on this night, he did not do a blockbuster, so I did not care about Bobby Roode. With Ziggler, and I kind of feel like this is the big issue here, is they have brought him back several times, but it seems to just be variations on a theme, and it doesn't work every single time. Like, it might for a segment or one promo, but it's nothing sustainable, and that's exactly the same problem that they've run into with this and someone like Bobby Roode the gimmick they've given him is just what he was doing in NXT but a face version of it and it works to an extent but he needs something to work off to be able to build on this and right now it's just nothing is happening and it's just words and then people shouting and loud noises and no one cares yeah, the the other thing about Bobby Roode is they've made it a feud about his most common criticism, which isn't a good idea ever, which is mm-hmm. all you are is an entrance and then people stop being interested. That, Accentuate just... the positives, hide exactly. the negatives. Yeah. And for a long time, WWE didn't do that. They were like, ah, oh, we'll just we'll point out the negatives and make them work at it. Work, 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 work. Sometimes people don't overcome those negatives. Mm-hmm you can put a left-hander at like first base and they're never going to learn how to play it. Left-handers can't play first base. It's just how it is or third base, whatever the hell it is. You can't do it. You can't over. Sometimes you don't overcome that. Yeah, Jeff, look it up. Left-handers don't play third base. I'm a left-hander. They put me at third base a few times. It didn't go well. Well, that, that, that would probably <laughs> explain a lot. I got run over quite a few times. as I recall. It's all about angles, but I mean, Hey, you know, Bobby Roode, from that that aspect, he is a guy that can throw out his arms and say glorious, and everybody will do it. And that's good. That's awesome to be able to have that. That entrance is good. He can get over that finish, the Impaler DDT, which I think is an awesome idea for a finish. All the greatest wrestlers do that move. Anyway, main event time, Baron Corbin defeated AJ Styles, clean as a sheet in the ring. I like the match. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about AJ getting beaten clean? Right before he well, had to was, do what might be a kind of main event feud. That was a shock. Um, yeah. And it kind of dispels any rumors we we, we had been hearing about uh, Baron Corbin being in any kind of trouble, um, perhaps. He wasn't and, in trouble. He had some no, heat on him. He, he, wasn't, heat he wasn't in trouble. No, you're, you're correct. Um, I'm a little surprised we didn't get a Ty Dillinger uh, sighting in this match, perhaps. Uh, I think AJ bumped like a champ for, for, uh, for Corbin and made him look great. Uh, Corbin took a ridiculous bump over the table off of, off of that boss man spot. (laughs) Um, yeah, it, it surprised me in so much as if you are elevating AJ to the main event level, seems like an odd way to do it, but I guess this is kind of their move at the same time. It, it, it didn't. It would surprise me now to see him get elevated after this loss because you could just bring up the loss and go, well, you got to be clean by this guy. But um, I, w- I was surprised. I'll leave it at that. You know, I'm not, I'm not that upset by it. I'm not upset by it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Corbin hit a cool lariat. I love that everybody that Corbin faces has scouted that boss man spot where he runs out of the ring because he does it every match, and it's really stupid. 
Styles of the Uchi Groshi, which Grave actually calls, and I wonder if he's going to get yelled at because he hasn't been call- like he hasn't been calling those on Raw, so he probably hasn't been getting the orders to not call out the Uchi Groshi, which I was told somebody asked me why they weren't supposed to call it, and what I was told is nobody fucking knows what that is. That's what I was told, and mm. I was like, okay, well, when you call it that move, that's how people know what it is. Mm-hmm. That's how people learn what it is. Corbin gets out of a cash crusher, which was preceded by the phenomenal forearm. Then he just slings AJ Styles outside of the ring. That was very cool. End of days, end of match. I'm a big fan of how protected that finish is. Anna, what did you think of the match? I liked it. There were a lot of really cool spots in this. Um, I love that counter from the calf, calf crusher just slamming AJ's head into the mat. Um, that toss was disgusting. AJ onto ringside. Um, back to what you were saying before, though, about AJ not having a spectacular match in a while. I think it's there's so much happening right now with the Mahal thing, but also Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. I think this they were just utilizing him differently. He's been. Now, I wrote in my notes, Corbin has gotten so much out of working with AJ and this feud, and he has upped his game in ring just by being with this guy. I think they were utilizing AJ in this role for a little while. I don't think a loss like this hurts him. I think now they can move on to whatever they have next. It's just it's like you can't keep guys at the top continuously. It's just life. Well, he's facing Kevin Owens you know? for, for quite a while. Yeah, but then that ended. They moved him on to Shane. Now, I, now I didn't get to know. see – I didn't get to pay that much attention to the Owens-Jericho-Styles match, so I still have to go back and rewatch like, that pretty diligently because I was on the road then. But other than the Money in the Bank match, I'm like – I just don't remember a great one since since – really since Shane McMahon. And before that, I, you know, the Orton matches that he was having, they, they were eh. Yeah, but, but it, that's what that I'm he saying. was having good matches all the time. I'm talking style, uh, Cena, Ambrose, like with regularity. Uh, Ziggler had a really good one with him. Like there were well, a lot of good matches back then. Well, he carried that 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 three way on Sunday. He was he was the ring general there. I mean, that's kind of his role right now is to you know get in there with guys who aren't as good and to try and get the best out of them. So that's I mean, what I'm saying. I think his role is slightly different than just being the phenomenal one. He's he's kind of in there helping the other guys out, and mm-hmm. that probably put him back into a main event spot leading up to Survivor Series or WrestleMania, but they're just using him differently now at this time. Jeff, overall thoughts on this SmackDown Live? It wasn't bad. It was a little inconsistent. Uh I thought we were going to go into this last segment, which was just it's like, Renee, hey, AJ, could you like roll over? I'm trying to do an interview here in the middle of the yeah. room. Yeah. Can, can, you, can you go over bleed I'm somewhere else, please? I'm having her go in and interview people. <laughs> that one was a little awkward. Maybe pick your spots. <laughs> exactly. Hey, AJ, just kick him. Kick him a little. Just get out of my ring. And then the, uh, <laughs> I'm going to float down on a boat on the river of your tears. Great. <laughs> no, he said he was going to buy a boat buy so he could paddle I, down the river of tears. That I was, was hoping, phenomenal. I was hoping just for the figure four 
tie-in. He'd say it's a gold boat that he'd be able to float down on the river of tears. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's a metaphor I wouldn't expect Baron Corbin to say, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Anna, the, the closing promo by a trolling Baron Corbin. I really liked it. He mentioned mm-hmm. earlier in the show that, you know, this is rubbing in the face of all the keyboard warriors. And that to me at the time, I was like, what the hell has that got to do with this? But this thing is Baron Corbin versus the WWE universe. And I'm very curious to see where they go with him next, given that's, that's his fire. Uh, my only other question at the end of this SmackDown is how is Shane McMahon? No update. Hmm, that worries me. Yeah. So, in other news today, House of Hardcore streaming on Twitch. You going to watch, Jeff? Probably not. Anna? I'll check it out. It's worth a shot. Impact started a streaming service today, finally. Uh, It was not a secure website for (laughs) a little bit, and the guy who designed it is already gone from the company. Jeff, your thoughts? (laughs) You got to secure that, homie. If people are paying on a website, yeah, you gotta wrap that tight. You can't be doing, can't, can't be. You know what they did? Probably they probably made it live after the dude built it and Quinn go. Well, let's not change anything. He has he has the framework in there. But ah, uh, I mean, for for the twelve people who are gonna buy your streaming site, you want to keep their data at least secure, right? The team I mean, probably has access to it. I mean, I mean, like poor Garrett Kidney, the only guy I know who, who watches all of TNA. You know, he's gonna buy this probably, and then then, uh, but you know, you you want? I mean, that's a terrible way to start your relaunch, and then to use Hulk Hogan in the advertising, kind of another misstep in my opinion. Anna, are you going to be a subscriber <laughs> of the Global Wrestling Network? I figure you bid on House of Hardcore, so. No. I just, <laughs> I want so much more for, for the locker room, and then shit too. like this happens. and it's... I'm interviewing several members of the roster over the next week, so can't wait to ask them about lots of stuff, but. That'll be interesting. You, you know, <sighs> for one of the best things that could have happened to SmackDown, the WWE puts on its website again. They do such good stuff on there. Did you all see the uh, Canellis video? Yeah, I did. I, I was actually I watched it during the commercials of SmackDown. That was really good. Yeah, you put that on TV. I mean, he's probably getting over it at, at least moderately. I well, think. Well, Adam Rose. Adam Rose had a real chance of being over a couple years ago. You remember that yeah. with the ESPN yeah. thing? Yeah, had that a was great. Real chance. Didn't work. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Also, uh, how have they not lost Renee Young to the Today Show yet? I, you and I, I mean, I differ with a lot of people. I don't think she's at that level. Okay, I just well, we'll don't. move on to Anna, who probably has a more correct opinion. You have opinionated wrongly. <laughs> yeah, well. And all of you can get that shirt mm-hmm. over at ProWrestlingTees.com. Yep. Slash Fightful, the You Have Opinionated Wrongly Wrongfully shirt, which features the personality seen in Jeff's little icon down in the left-hand corner of his screen. Jeff, say something. Hi, I'm Jeff. This is Sean Ross Sapp at his finest right here. 
You guys, that's right. I was a shirt that maybe based we on do. that personality. Maybe. You all can head maybe. over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful for that. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you buy something over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp, I'm donating uh, half of all the proceeds to uh, – actually, you know, I'll donate them all. This month, why not? I'll donate them all to uh, Puerto Rico Hurricane Relief. Let's do that. Anna, where can they follow you on the social media? At Anna Bowett, B-A-U-E-R-T. You hadn't changed your Twitter handle to that lady yet? <clears throat> Let's not go there. No, no, no. Wow. We, we won't. No, we no, won't. no. We won't. Jeff, what's up yeah. with you? Shake them Rizzo's. Well, th- this week, Rob and I may just troll everybody. He'll talk baseball. I'll talk this season of The Voice, handicap it. Nah, we'll probably just go over. Uh, Have you all thought about changing the name of your show in light of the Warrior? Yeah, all the negative publicity. That's do much- it as a junkyard dog tribute. The show can be grab them cakes. <laughs> Is that wasn't that his thing? Well, actually, we'll just make it. Well, we'll, we'll make it in reference to Batista shaking them ropes. I think that's what it was originally. Ah, come on, uh, come on. I, I was gonna yeah. just, I was, I was just gonna make the make it fightful to Electric Boogaloo, but he wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> we'll talk no mercy. We'll talk WWE. We'll talk a lot of Sami Zayn. We'll probably talk some NXT, and we'll, you, you know, we may mention you guys. I don't know. You can follow me at Sean Ross at follow us at Fightful Online. Of course, go over to Fightful dot com. Go clickety clack on all those stories. Comment on those stories. Head over to the forums. Talk about those stories because I want to interact with you. We have the list and your boy tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern with a couple of guests. We're going to talk all the news in the world of wrestling. We had the Holy Smokes MMA podcast today after technical errors, and we talked Conor McGregor WWE rumors. Uh, so that's where you can go for that chit-chat. And uh, Ian McCall getting his release. Lots of MMA news to talk about. But, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate all the support you all give Fightful. Until next time, we're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.